it it's important that you as the business owner do it. You can brainstorm, you can talk to your customer service people because they talk to your customers. You may not talk to them as much as your salespeople or your customer service people do, but they will know. And they, I promise you, will have their favorite. That, and the one that they're like, those people are the biggest pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you're if you make the most money on them, then suck it up, cowboy. We're still going to get some more of those people. <laughs> Welcome to Deals with Heels, where female entrepreneurs thrive. I'm Deborah, And I'm Christina. And we're your hosts. Hello. Hey guys, how are y'all? So good to be back. Yes, I yes. It feels like I haven't seen you in a really long time, but it hasn't been that long. Uh, no, it's just, I feel like, you know, once the holidays get over and you start getting your back. New Year's and then it's, you're always, you know, us business people are always right out of the gate. Let's That's go. Right. And so, yeah, it. I've, I mean, how are your resolutions going? I am very proud of myself. Um, you know, I tell people on here every day to hold themselves accountable. <laughs> so I am really staying firm with that and really trying my best to use time management correctly. <laughs> so yeah, um, doing Me super too. well. I, um, I'm not doing as great with the time blocking. I did time block. I just didn't do what what it said <laughs> it's like valid do the thing well it i i needed to finish what i started that i only gave myself two hours to do and i needed more and so the next task got bumped because i was on a deadline i had to finish so there's right a little bit there. of that flexibility that it's hard. That's why it's hard, I think, for me to do it because it's like Joey said, and I don't remember that 16, maybe. I episode, think so, yeah. Um, about it's you just have to time block it and be serious and hold firm. Well, my deadline isn't going to hold firm. And I mean, it is going to hold firm and I, I'm going to be stuck if I don't get it done. So there's just I'll stuff just- that in my profession, I have to be more flexible than that, but I'm, I am doing better and, um, I have permanently scheduled strategy meetings, same day of the week for all of my clients. So that's good. Yes. Big step. I did the high maintenance ones, but, um, I'm doing it for all of them just because that is time I'll work on their account too. So my time management's doing pretty good. And I'm, I'm, you know, on my exercise routine and such. So I'm doing all right with those. Well, I mean, we're a month in and of the new year. And I think that we are doing leaps and bounds, which (laughs) the reason my time management has worked so well is because when I am busy, it keeps me, you know, I do have very strict deadlines that these people Mm -hmm. need their, especially when I do the move in, move out, like, there's only one deadline, so... You're pretty good at gauging it, though. Well, and it, it's truthfully ADHD moment. <laughs> you have to kind of like, okay, break it down. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because on those types of things, I can break it down. when it. But when we get into this marketing and how mm-hmm. that'll... Yeah, foreign language, I can't break <laughs> it down. Well, and that brings us to today's episode, which is um, starts our final series of 
the season episode 21 today. Wow. No, we did it. We did do it. That's Um, crazy. It's very exciting. Uh, But the, this series is about marketing and we've talked about marketing all season long, but these are parts of marketing that you don't think about that are, will make the difference in your success. They really will. So today we are talking about targeting and finding your customers, your categories of customers. Um, A lot of times when somebody's talking to you about finding your target customers and you're, that sounds so, if you're not used to hearing that, that terminology seems, what do you mean my target customers? Mm -hmm. It's, or they may say, Um, finding, well, who's your best customer? But even that term is variable. It depends on to each person. So for you, your best customer might be the one that's the quickest. For me, it's probably the one that pays the most. And so all of those, I try to stay away from the best or favorite or as a way of identifying your, your actual target. So we're going to get into all of that. And, and I really feel the target customer is totally different than your ideal customer. You know, of course I feel your ideal customer is your like ah, the Holy grail. Like there is that one person that I, I mean, and she is still my favorite customer by far because it's just, it's the, that one dream client that you want to work with. And, but even then ideal is subjective, right? Right. My ideal might be the one that I have the most profit margin on. Mm -hmm. Someone else's ideal might be the one that's the funnest to go work for. 1000%. I agree. Yes. So yes, I, I think it's fine for you to label them once you get them categorized Mm -hmm. and this one's my ideal and this one's my, I think that's fine. But when you're, identifying it, you can't do it unless you identify actually who they are. Yes. So I like to think of it as breaking it down into categories of types of customers. So, and we've thrown some of those words out there just in the last five minutes. Yes. Uh, So which customers um, for categories what customers do you have the most profit margin on? Mm-hmm. So profit margin for um, our rookies mm-hmm. are the percentage of how much of your bill that they pay, your revenue is actually profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so those are cash cows and they're important for your business to have those so that you know, if cash flows are okay, I can go get these guys and, and we make more money profit wise. So those are great to bring in because mm-hmm. we retain more of it for our operating expenses. So those are important to have, but they might not be your ideal because they may suck. Right. <laughs> they may not be the funnest ones to do. Uh, so, um, but you have to have those. So get those down in a category, most profitable. And for your business, who is that most profitable? I would definitely say um, business organization. Like they're just because it's so much more digital than it is, you know. um, So 
And honestly, from that point of view, I know it the best. Okay. From the, you know, so it takes me little to no time to get their inventory sets up, you know, things like that, because I'm really good at it. You're such a natural at all of it that it's crazy (laughs) that you are when it comes down to it. You're just really organized externally. Yes. Um, internally not so much. <laughs> well, I'm definitely getting better. I, I get myself and of course it's just, you just have a lot going on. And when you have a lot going on, it's easy to feel really scattered because the time blocking with, I, let's just face it. You got what, a three-year-old and a five-year-old and a 17 and a 17 year old. They so can't time, make the bus. <laughs> time blocking for wheels, you. guys. <laughs> yes. I mean, you, if you had a time blocked out this morning, you had to go back and get your son and take him to school. So you have to be a little bit flexible. Oh, and I um, and I was going to tell you earlier, I usually do an hour before and an hour after of not having. So especially with, like you say, proposals and deadlines. And if I do that, I might as well not time block. Really? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'll give myself like 15 minutes. Get up, walk around, get something to drink, head mm-hmm. on back in there. Because if the creativity is flowing and I'm mm-hmm. on it, I just need to get back in there. But I'm doing better. You are. I'm not sitting for four hours and then realizing when I become really bitchy that I should have eaten something and maybe have to pee. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so so I, I am improving. Yes. So let's talk about your favorite client. You do have a favorite and I think everybody knows I I make it quite known. Everybody has favorite clients that they like to work with. And it is usually a type of a client that they like to work with. And those may not be the ones that you make the most money on. And so, but you could spend all day getting Mm -hmm. all those clients. So you really have, they're important, right? Because they make your day enjoyable, your week enjoyable, your month enjoyable. Mm. So you want to have them. Oh, yeah. And, but you can't get bogged down and forget about the most profitable cranky over here. Yeah. Because you're here to make money and do business. So, um, but that favorite is in there, whoever, whatever type that is. Oh, yes. And um, then the ones that you can do the fastest, you make, the most money because you can do them fast. Yes. And those are important too. So the differences. I, oftentimes when I'm talking to a client or even consulting on something, um, they will, I'll say, well, who, who are you trying to reach with your sale or your ads that you're running? And um, it will be, well, everybody that... That wants a pool, for example. Mm-hmm. Everybody that wants a pool, that that's who I'm trying to reach. That's like anybody that wants a pool, anybody that has a house could be my customer. And it seems great because, why well, don't look how many people there are, right? So it seems great that that's what it is. And, but you, you can't target that. How are you going to target that? What offer will, because... Within all of those people that might want a pool, there's women and men and married people and single people, and some have kids and some don't have kids, and some make $100,000 a year and some don't, and some have a lot of credit card debt and some don't, and some live in this zip code, and mm-hmm. they're all there. All of those differences, right? 
So I have a pool customer. And when we talked about his, it was a similar um, thing. So you think about, okay, well, you have families who want a pool. They want a pool to have family time. Right. And then you have people that just want that badass pool, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You qualify for both. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Sell me on this pool. (laughs) So, you know, so that's a different motivation for that client than it is Mm -hmm. the family potential client. And I feel how you market to them are two totally different ways. That's exactly right. The messaging, which we'll talk about in the next episode, um, that each of those categories will respond to is differently. A family, boy, I think you got to have a discount on that. Mm -hmm. Families need to save money. Kids are so expensive. Mine are grown and sometimes they're still expensive. (laughs) (laughs) That grandbaby, she can have all my money. (laughs) Hey, I, I, you know, having kids later in life, I can see how the grandparents are totally different, how we always got mad. Well, I didn't get treated that way. Well, I I can see that raising my two smaller ones just Mm -hmm. because of the age difference and what you learn. And then it's just you can enjoy them like you've done your things. You can enjoy it. It's stressing me out. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, then again, it's okay if I'm sleep deprived for two weeks. I'll go home. I'll sleep then. Yes. You know, I won't. But um, so. Uh, we have, it's important you think about in your business, thinking in those terms, are married people mm-hmm. or single people, does income make a difference? Yeah. It's definitely going to make a difference in the kind of pool yep. that we're selling, mm-hmm. the income is. And, you know, if you have a smaller pool, you won't have as much profit margin, most likely on that pool. But you might sell a bunch more of them because they're more affordable. Yeah. Uh, So all of those things, that is all marketing and figuring that out. But once you figure that out, and we talked about campaign planning in another episode, and once you have that figured out, now when we say, okay, who are we targeting with this campaign? You have these categories of customers Mm -hmm. that you can reach. Okay, let's do, Let's. you know, it's around... This January, let's do families. Everybody's going back. They're going to be ready by summer. If the family orders a pool now, I can have them in midsummer, maybe. So, all of those things taking into account um, what's best. When's the best time to reach those people? Oh, one thousand percent. It's one of these. It's. I will never forget when I first met you, we hadn't even started the podcast yet, you know, and you were going to do um, an ad for me. And you're like, well, what customers are we targeting? I said the same <laughs> thing. So I I get that because that's what you think when you open up your business and you don't know the aspects. You know, we've talked about it in the business plan. We've talked about that in the marketing plan. It is so important. You so many people don't know every mm-hmm. aspect. And so in my mind, look, I'm running a business. Like my job is to take care of anybody and everybody, <laughs> you know, um, but it it's impossible when you get to doing it that way. And yeah. 
it's much more efficient, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, because, if, I mean, everything turns into a lead. And if you don't have, if you targeted all these people, but then they're not the right people, you know. Right. I mean, if you think of it, the whole big group, yes, it includes all of those people, right? It does. But it also includes a ton of people that don't want a pool, a ton of people who don't want the maintenance of a pool. Mm-hmm. It includes all of them, too. Yeah. And so there's waste. Then all the people aren't going to respond to the same kind of message and they don't go to the same websites. They don't listen to the same radio stations. They don't watch the same TV programs. So if we break it, it's it's so inefficient and expensive because you pay on impressions and people are seeing your ad and you're paying for those and they don't care. They're not interested in your product yet. And so it's wasteful, it's inefficient, and it's not good use of advertising dollars. So this way, if you can break down, and I promise everyone has four or five different targets, and you can break them down by professions. Uh, My business is business to business, but Mm -hmm. even that is broken down. I have tradespeople, I have professionals like attorneys and med offices and all of those people. I did the same thing. You have all of, um, you know, all the different types of businesses and categories. Uh, I have a doctor's office. I have um, retail stores and all of those places are different and their customers are different. So even when I do marketing, my messages are targeted. If I'm marketing towards tradespeople, so plumbers and electricians Mm -hmm. and roofers, because I want some of those clients, then even what I, the message that I give is different for them than it is for an attorney that I'm trying to get. I, I could not agree with that more. And when you made me break it down, it also took me a step further in my business. So having those conversations you know, with your marketing person Mm -hmm. is, is very important because of, you you don't want to spend all your advertising dollars on that. And then you, you've got no, you're going this, you're doing this, and it's just not very time effective either. Well, you know? there's a lot of really great marketing people out there. Um, a lot of them aren't as good at strategy and talking you through figuring out who that is. And so they're going to ask you, just like I did, what target, who are we going after with this ad so I know what how to make it, what it should look like, what right. the message should be. But they're, a lot of them aren't going to help you figure that out. They may say women, men, because there's a few of those little boxes on social media to check. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's better than nothing. Right. Um, but it can, there's, there are things you can do. And it's really the message that you target too. So, but this first step is really about figuring out who in all of those different categories for your business. And it it's important that you as the business owner do it. You can brainstorm. You can talk to your customer service people because they talk to your customers. You may not talk to them as much as your salespeople or your customer service people do, but they will know. And they, I promise you, will have their favorite. That, and the one that they're like, those people are the biggest pain in the ass, mm-hmm. but... You know what? If you're if you make the most money on them, then suck it up. 
cowboy, we're still going to get some more of those people. But they can probably help you categorize. Oh, yeah. And here's here's the tip. In your in your CRM or your work order system, customer maintenance, what all of the, the that system a lot of people don't put a salutation anymore. So they don't put Mr. or Ms. on there. And because it's kind of, it seems so formal and old fogey and outdated, but that's all you have to do to distinguish between male and female. Mm. If you do that, then you'll know who calls in because that's probably whose name put on there. So we, we can easily, if you just ask that one question. Right. Um, to click if it's a, or just do it because you can hear in their voice. Mm-hmm. And then when I ask, well, what are most of your customers, male or female? They're not going, well, seems like they're mostly from their memory. Mm, that makes sense. You're, and I mean, I have tradespeople that they haven't been doing it. And the thought of me asking them to do it, I said, just start now moving forward. And as you make contact, with a customer, click that box and eventually you will have them all. Right. It was like I asked them to fill out five pages of stuff. Sometimes people get so set in their ways, but hey, it's as simple as that. And then you've got male, female without having to have some box somewhere else that you check. Right. And that's important to know. Yeah. Especially women and yeah, women and men inherently respond to different messages. Oh, yeah, for sure. Women is all about the savings. (laughs) Usually it is. I know some bougie people that aren't about the savings, but, you know, they usually run a lot of household money. And Mm -hmm. um, so they are on a budget lots of times. And so uh, they are. Also, I think it's important to know who calls in. Yeah. So you may uh, uh, go out and end up meeting with the husband because it's about a tree or a pool or the fence, but the wife may make all the calls, which means she's choosing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take that into consideration. Maybe that in your industry, we may need you may need to have a special target that's for the wife that makes the phone calls, mm-hmm. and because the message needs to target her. Because she's the one who's saying, okay, my husband, we're gonna, we decided we were going to get three estimates. She's yeah. going to go figure out who that is. So in that instance, and then we would know who called in. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. And it makes sense because, I mean, I don't want the same things that my husband wants. I was, <laughs> he was scrolling through Facebook the other day and I'm like, what are you? Like, it was just random, just <laughs> random. I'm like, oh, Deborah would have a field day trying to target what you do. <laughs> oh, I probably could do it, though. <gasps> he is so random. It's just eclectic. So am I. Yeah, like, it's the nerd in me that people don't get. The super, I'm just, just really like, am a super nerd. Um, uh, so much, so much. So, um, what do you think? Targets. Um, You know, I, like, like I told you a while ago, with that deal that we did that day before you would even do my first ad, it's so important to know these things. Like when I am doing a move in, move out, my target audience is completely different when I am downsizing, you know, an empty nester, or if I'm going to be doing a family 
You know, someone moving into assisted living is even different than that. Yes. And so to be able to know that in one business, you can have several different ones, but what is this direct messaging needing for Mm -hmm. that? Um, It's really important because it is when you break it down like that, it's simpler and Mm -hmm. it's easier, isn't it? Instead of trying to figure out something that you everybody will respond to. Now you're getting really scientific in it and you're saying, okay, let's do a campaign after these people downsizing because they're moving into assisted living. Mm -hmm. God, that's got to be, they definitely need help packing, right? Right. Oh yeah. So now you're really getting, now it's easy to think about it. Mm -hmm. Where am I going to find these? Where are these people going to be looking? Right. Who's making that decision? Is it a kid? Mm-hmm. Well, not really a kid, but the kid. adult child, uh, adult child like me for my mom. Mm-hmm. I was the one making all the calls and figuring all of that out. So you have to kind of, but once you do that, it makes, it makes your marketing planning so much easier. Well, and then also it's as simple as, okay, like you said earlier, are they on next door? Are they on Yahoo? <laughs> If you know what I'm talking about, you you know. I've talked so about thank you for listening. <laughs> I've talked to I've talked about the Yahoo thing so uh, many times because, because on, everybody thinks of Google. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Google is number one search engine oh, yes. um, in the United States. And I, you know, number two, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Most people don't think about that. It is owned by Google. So yeah. Um, but you have so many, all the different ones. And if you are targeting an older audience over the age of 55, then only about 20 to 25% of them actually use Google. And about 60% of them use Yahoo to search. And I still, and so Christina and I were laughing because I'm like, I'm in that age demo. I'm not searching on Yahoo. I didn't even know Yahoo searched anymore because it's just, I remember those commercials with the yodeling though. Yahoo. Yep, that's it. Sorry. And, um, but then I realized, folks, that I am on the Yahoo news page every single day and there's a little search thing at the top. (laughs) So, um, I'm sort of. In that demo, I mean, I, I I like to read the news and they're very centrist. So I really like it. So I guess I kind of am in that demo. Um, So all those targeting, everybody sit down, think about your customers, think about specific customers that are different kinds. Christina's business um, is easy to think about when you break it down and then like we talked about in the marketing plan portion of it, when you're filling in those campaigns now, fill in these targets where they easily can go. Mm-hmm. If one of your targets fits well with Mother's Day, yes, then that's a great place to put that target in that campaign. So it's just a little bit of thought. You know who your customers are and it's best done by you. So... I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, get those done. Then next week we'll talk about um, messaging. Messaging? I think it is. Yes. Oh, my God. I cannot believe this. That's it? Yeah. Now, well, we haven't done this show with your deals. (gasps) And Sorry, guys. No, just the first part. I just wanted to talk about that because 
if people are left say, well, what are we going to say to them? Now we got them all targeted. Yes. So yeah. that does come next. Okay. But. Okay. I was like, what? Yeah, How did we do that? How did we get to the end? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Guys, I'm really a blonde at heart. Yeah. <laughs> you do have blonde tips. All um, right. So, well, this next segment um, is our favorite. It is titled Show, Show Us, Us Your Deals. Deals. And it is where female entrepreneurs can send us their good things that they have accomplished, that they're proud of, and we highlight them in this segment. Um, it started out because Christina and I bonded over high heels. I have rain boots on. <laughs> yeah, I, I have boots on. Guys, it's cold here in Oklahoma City. <laughs> uh, so, um, but when we would do something good and close a deal or have a consultation or overcome a mindset, we would send each other a picture of our heel that we were wearing when we did it, mm -hmm. our shoe. Right. And so that is uh, how you can participate with us. If you will send us a picture of your heel or shoe and describe uh, what you've done that you're so proud of, we would love to highlight you on our show as our queen of the week. And this week, our queen of the week is, let me see. Oh, Jadina Dolan. She owns the Vintage Longhorn in, oh, your home, in my hometown, hometown. Yes. My, my little hometown that I grew up in, Buffalo, Oklahoma. And let me just tell you about this girl. She's not very old. Um, she's probably still in her 20s. Oh, wow. And she is a badass female entrepreneur. She has a, a boutique there in a, in a small town, but she has a huge online business and cool clothes and a great online following. And they had their best Christmas season ever. Wow, that is awesome, especially in such a small town. Like, I mean, we both grew up in very small towns, and it's hard because the kids nowadays want to get out of there. They want to live more in the city. So. Well, and it's not everybody's going to buy clothes from that type of a boutique, mm -hmm. and you're in a town with 1,500 people. And so how many potential customers do you really have? It feels like you have 1,500, or, yeah. but you don't because— a lot of those people can't wear the sizes. It's not their style. They're too old. And I've talked to Jadina before, and she said, you know, my customers don't really come from this town. Yeah. You know, 10 or 20, 10, 15 people maybe buy from her. Um, but they they have other stuff. Sometimes they have the lunch counter that's going. And um, but yeah. She is hustling up on social media Good and having her. sales and promoting. And she does one of the best jobs that I've ever seen hustling up some boutique business wow. and getting that following. She has a beautiful family and she is a badass female entrepreneur. So, Jay Dina, congratulations. You are our Queen, Queen of the, the Week. week. You can find information about the Vintage Longhorn and links to their online store in our show notes. And I encourage you to go check out all the cool clothes and comfy that she has. Uh, she's also on social media. So check it out. I'm excited. I'm going to go after this. She has some pretty good shoes. 
Not a lot of heels. I guess more wedgy, kind of. But yeah. well, we are in the nineties again. <laughs> but so, but yeah, fantastic store. I have to admit, man, I've bought I've bought some stuff in there. Well, hey, support. You local. liked that one dress I bought in there that was so soft. Ooh, okay. Well, I might have to try her out. Uh, so. Um, we've done that. Please send us the stuff in, everyone. You can send it to deals at dealswithheels.com. You can post it on social media and tag us and use the hashtag dealswithheels. Okay, now accountability. Now, the key is here. Um, Really, when it kind of goes back to when you are, especially in this series, it goes back to having that marketing plan done and really making sure that every aspect of it is done. So when it comes to knowing your target customer, you're able to be accountable for that. And the rest of the process will go so much easier because now that I know it's flowing so much better in so many aspects of my marketing. And when you're in that mode of, your person's asking you those questions mm-hmm. and and you're trying to fly out the door because you've got an appointment and you got three people on hold wanting to talk to you. All of that's going. You have to slow down. You have to take the time and figure out what the target is, what the message is. It's easy to hurry it, but there's nothing more important than making sales because your business has to make sales to stay open. And if any part of this is wrong, then you won't convert and you won't get sales. So if your advertising isn't working, stop, take a look at this. Am I targeting the right person, the right group of people that I need? And is this message targeting? Is it, is it, appropriate for that group? Is it something that they're going to respond to? Do I need to put it on sale? Do I need to change the wording of it? Sometimes it's just as simple as changing the headline and it it turns everything around in the campaign. So if you have something that's not working, go through those motions and figure those things out because it is typically the target or the message. So it's very important to do those. And I think if you slow down even within your marketing plan, if you have one that's not working, slow down a minute. Take a take a look at it. Reevaluate this. And it will make a difference. And then once you say, okay, I was trying to target this, maybe you're not advertising in the right place for that target. But if you are, then your messaging. Oh, yes. Your call to action. All of that is what really is preventing you from converting those sales. And targeting it, your marketing is ever evolving as you're going in. Got to have that entrepreneurial mindset. Yes. So always, this should be an ongoing thing. It shouldn't be, yep, this is it. I'm I'm good. I picked that one and we're good to go. We're good to go. You know, yeah. Well, you evolve. I mean, your your business evolves, you know, you should be. It does and it'll become old hat to you. It'll be so easy for you to sit down and think about it. And then when you're launching into a new product or service, Mm -hmm. you'll automatically think about who can I sell this to? Yep. 
And if there's no one in that list that you can think of, then maybe you shouldn't launch that product, right? Right. All right, everyone. I can hear the wheels grinding for everyone. They're out there putting together their customer categories so that they can better target and their marketing and advertising. And we would love to hear y'all's thoughts on this. We would love, you know, comment on our social medias, you know, as these episodes come out. And we would love, we would love some feedback. And if you um, are targeting and how it worked and if it, uh, if it helped, we have been working on some of Christina's messaging and targeting, and I think it's done well for you. Oh, I mean, it's done fabulous. I cannot wait to see what this year is as we go into February. We've got Valentine's Day, you know, coming up. And so um, I'm sure I'll be single. That's another <laughs> target audience, you know, using those mothers yes. to your benefit, you know. That's exactly right. So and and. You know, that's a February holiday to try to tap into mm-hmm. when you're doing your marketing plan. Yes. So the, even if you're not selling something that's for couples, it's the messaging. Mm-hmm. It's the messaging that you can wrap around that. Well, All right. we're to- we are at the end. We we're at are the closing. at the end. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening and supporting us. We've made it pretty far this year. Yes. And that is um, in a great deal because of your support. So please like, listen, share, tell your friends. We need new listeners. Yes. And if you make sure you're following us, you know, you'll get all the latest tips and everything. So yes. please hit that share and follow us. And you can find us on YouTube and all the platforms. Yes. Um, and don't forget to check out the show notes where you can find links to Christina and I's businesses and to Jadina's uh online boutique for the vintage longhorn yes and i'm ready to go check that out (laughs) let's go shopping um so well we did it we did do it all right right. yeah good night